Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. It is always game day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder, smiley face Daryl Ryder, really excited to be here. Happy face Daryl Ryder. Everything's good in his world, Daryl Ryder. And it is always game day in Cleveland. I'm Andy Baskin. <laughs> I'm looking at Daryl at the beginning. I'm like, oh, man, it's going to be a long week, isn't it? We're brought to you by our good friends. At Smiley One and Bryant, uh, Northeast Ohio's premier heating and cooling solution. All right, Daryl, tell me what is the mood in Berea to get things going here as we tape this on a Wednesday afternoon? Um, they don't know who their starting quarterback is for like the tenth time this season. <laughs> like that's where we're at. Uh, the canned response from Kevin Stefanski today. Uh, as we record this on a Wednesday afternoon, uh, quote, we'll see how it goes this week, end quote. Quote, we'll make the de- that decision at the appropriate time, but I want to see how this week goes, end quote. So, you want to read into it? You want to read into it? It's the same thing he has said every week. I know. That he's had to deal with this. I know. I I um I just don't know why he didn't say Joe Flacco's the starting quarterback for the rest of the season. Like, what the hell is there? Oh, to that, I wasn't even looking for that today, Daryl. I was looking for he's the quarterback this week. No, I, I, what else do you need to see? Have I, you I agree not with you, but DTR I, when he's been on the field this year. So is this about DTR's mental state? Is this about his mental state? Is this about not giving anything away to Jacksonville? Like I'm. You know, after he said it today, I was like trying to figure out, okay, all right, I'm going to put myself in Kevin's shoes and I'm going to try to figure out why he wouldn't tell us today that Joe Flacco is the starting quarterback. Well, one, maybe in the back of his mind, he thinks if DTR is out of concussion protocol in his world, possibility, like, well, well I'll leave everything out there. Possibility in his world, he is not going to replace a starter because of injury. Okay. Maybe that might be an option. I don't think there's anybody on this planet that thinks that's a good idea or a rule that's probably worth using if you think a player is better than another player and gives you the opportunity to win. But if that's what he's thinking, okay. 
So be it. Maybe he's waiting for that. Maybe he wants to see if DTR clears concussion protocol before he says the DTR, we're going to go with Joe Flacco. I got to believe these guys know everything that's going on. If they don't, it, you got to question the communication chain in Berea. So I, I, I think they know what's going on. I'm trying to figure out why Kevin said what he said today. And I think it's all because of coaching. I, 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 you tell me, do you have another reason why he couldn't just come out and say, you know what, Joe Flacco's our starter Sunday. And to your words, I mean, I didn't even think about it because I'm just going game by game. Why not just say, as long as Joe Flacco's healthy, he's our starter? Yeah, I I don't know, because that's how I would have handled it. I, I would have been like, it, it, you know, Joe's the starter. If DTR is out of concussion protocol by Sunday, he'll be the backup. You know what I mean? Like, I... I I, there's there's nothing there's nothing to evaluate there's nothing to see here okay my, my unless he thinks dtr is a better quarterback than joe flacco and he's waiting to see if he's coming off concussion protocol that's the only non-strategic point i think you could come up with um i don't think that that's the case i don't either but i'm just trying i'm like trying to here's, figure out why it's so hard to say that here's the thing Uh, against the Ravens, he threw for 121 yards and three interceptions. Um, 165 yards and an interception against the Steelers. 134 yards and a touchdown against the Broncos. You mean to tell me that dude gives you a chance to win? I'm not the head coach. I'm just if saying. you ask me, I'd re- wait, what did Joe Flacco, what was Flacco's numbers? Joe Flacco this past week. <laughs> I wish I hope everyone's watching. 44 YouTube. for 254, two touchdowns and a pick. So I basically double the numbers, half the turnovers. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, like, that's my point. There's nothing to evaluate here. There, there really why is drag nothing. This out? I, I don't know. Why drag it out? Help me. I, I think it's I think it's Kevin doing the coach thing. I, I think that's a hundred percent. It's that, uh, like we talked about after Monday and how he reacts to quarterback questions on Mondays and starter uh, questions on Mondays. It's just his compartmentalization of things. But there's, I will be floored, absolutely floored, if DTR. Starts over Joe Flacco Sunday. And and I'm saying, like, DTR's out of protocol, right? He's clear. Doctors say, go for it, kid. Like, I will be floored if they choose Joe Flacco, or I should say choose DTR over Joe Flacco. Because then if that happens, I have to question, what the hell are these people watching? Because I know what I see. And a guy coming off his couch two and a half weeks earlier played better than Deshaun Watson. Like, think about that. It is the best quarterbacking performance of the season. Maybe not necessarily statistically with the completion percentage, stuff like that, but just the throws. He had one bad throw in that game and it was on the deep ball that was short that JJ three picked off for the Rams. 
everything else, I thought he was I thought he was fantastic throwing the ball. You can't help it if you're hitting guys in the hands and they're not catching it, or you're hitting them in the chest and they're dropping it. Like that's that's not the quarterback's fault. It shows up as the quarterback's fault on the stat sheet, but that's that's not Joe Flacco's fault. So if they don't start Joe Flacco, I have to then begin to question what are Kevin Stefanski, Alex Van Pelt, Andrew Barry, uh uh, and anyone else in on the Paul D. Podesta, whoever else is in on the decision making process by the vast committee <laughs> that they may or may not have, I, I, I just I would have to severely question it because Joe Flacco and his ability to push the ball down the field gives them absolutely without any equivocation the best chance to win. Gerald, will you do me a favor? Can we just just for the fun of it? Monday. You can tell me no, and you can tell me to get lost and go kick. Go. I, I do off. like telling you to get lost and go kick rocks, but go ahead. I know. I have no problem with that. On Monday, let's just say I'm just going to r- randomly pick a player. Let's say Joel Batonio gets through uh, Sunday's game healthy. Okay. Okay. On Monday, will you ask Kevin Stefanski for me if Joel Batonio, if he thinks Joel Batonio is going to start the next <laughs> Sunday? As a special gift. Just, to those loyal viewers and listeners of It's Always Game Day in Cleveland. Just to, just to see how Kevin reacts. I would love to hear Kevin's answer. By the way, Kevin had jokes on Wednesday. I know. What was that all about? How about that? Yeah, like, what was it? was all about, I, like, I was trying to figure out, was talking about Uber driving or what was no, the deal so there? Anthony Walker. Okay, so right. uh, since this has come up, but let's go, because yeah. I, I did want to spend a, a moment uh, on the podcast congratulating Anthony Walker. Uh, for winning the Walter Payton Man of the Year award for the Browns and being the team's nominee for the for the for the league award, um, very well deserved. And then also too, he was the recipient of the Ed Block Courage Award, which goes to the player that uh, you know usually they're coming off a bad injury and they you know bounce back or whatever. Um, but so Kevin Stefanski in talking about. Um, that particular uh, situation, him winning the Ed uh, Walker, winning the Ed Block Courage Award, Stefanski had jokes and he made a joke that um, Walker got DoorDash and he, I guess, ordered some oysters on DoorDash, okay. All right. which let's be honest about it. That does take courage. Like if you're ordering seafood of any kind, True. Through a um, delivery service. service. Is that the right to, to yeah, terminology? That's right. That's right. Delivery. Yeah. Okay. So if you're ordering any seafood through a delivery service, and especially oysters, right? Because that's a very finicky seafood. You can get very, very ill uh, and and test the quality of the plumbing in your residence if you. <laughs> uh, so, um, uh, so Stefanski made a joke uh, about. Um, him oysters, uh, yeah, yeah, doing this, you know, uh, and and made a joke that he didn't know if that particular instance factored in <laughs> the voting of naming Anthony Walker the team's Ed Block Courage Award winner because he ordered oysters, oysters. on DoorDash, and um, I don't know, maybe something hell happened with the hotel plumbing while they were out there that we don't know about or something. True. 
there may be a pretty significant inside joke going on right now, but uh, he made it public though. Yeah, sure. he did. And I was uh, trying to figure out what it was like. What is he talking about? Yeah, and I kind of wish that we talked to Kevin before we talked to Anthony Walker. So, so now what has to happen is uh, I, I realize folks are probably going to be listening uh, to us uh, on their podcast platforms or uh, watching us on YouTube, most likely on Thursday. Uh, but <clears throat> I will on Thursday when I go into the locker room, I'm going to have to follow up on the oyster consumption of Anthony Walker and why Kevin Stefanski was so impressed that that might have tipped the scales of the Ed Block Courage Award in his favor. All right, let's do this, Daryl. I want to come back. I want to talk about Trevor Lawrence. No more oysters in this show. We'll talk about Trevor Lawrence. We'll talk about protecting quarterbacks. Um, I'll talk about the AFC North and a couple other things. Let's do that. It's always game day in Cleveland. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. He is Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. It's always game day in Cleveland brought to you locally by Smiley One. Smiley One. And Bryant, Northeast Ohio's premier heating and cooling service. Uh, Daryl, uh, why don't you give us some insight? Do you have any insight you want to give to us uh, to let listeners know about anything? Uh, insight, no. But I do have to tell you that uh, in case you haven't heard, uh, and if you haven't, you've probably been living under a rock or out of the That's country, true. out of the state. But Hey, is betting story? legal in Ohio? Can I ask it you? Is. It oh, is. And it is. got the solution for you. BetQL, they are looking to help you make the most informed bets possible. Get all of today's winners by heading to betql.com. Or you can download the fancy BetQL app where you can claim a free mm. day trial. Head to betql.com slash news slash 92.3 The Fan where you can get all those fabulous exclusive sportsbook offers. Daryl Trevor Lawrence left the field on Monday night. Then he left the stadium in a boot with a twisted ankle. It looked nasty. It looked like he would be done for the season. I think when they were watching him leave the stadium and I, all of a sudden now, maybe there is hope that he will play on Sunday or at least enough hope that the Browns have to prepare for him to play on Sunday, much like, you know, the Jags have to prepare for two quarterbacks for the Browns. If things uh, maintain the way they are and they're going to make it a game time decision on who the quarterback is on Sunday. What are your thoughts on Trevor Lawrence and his health? 
Yeah, well, Lawrence didn't practice on Wednesday, and uh, all the uh, reporters for the Jaguars got the photo of him walking to and from the podium without a boot. He was not in a walking boot. He was in uh, sandals. He did have a uh, – it looked like a, an ankle sock, but you could still see his toes, if that makes sense. Sure. Um, so maybe that was some sort of like an ankle brace or wrap or something or whatever, but um, – uh, no indications that he hobbled to and from the podium. I guess he seemed to, to, to move. Okay. But, um, that was a, like that injury was so nasty at the, t- like visually that I was yelling at the TV for ESPN to stop showing the replay. You weren't like, the only one. I, I, I mean, his ankle, it was a LeBron style injury with the ankle where like yeah. leg is here. And then the ankle went this way and, Typically, nothing good happens when that happens, except for if you're LeBron James. Like, LeBron James is the master of dealing with high ankle sprains. Now, LeBron, and I was kind of thinking of this. I kind of feel like that, and and and, and some NFL players do, but I, I feel like more NFL players need to do more of those elasticity training things or whatever it's called. Like, LeBron does it where he, he gets, like, stretched like Gumby. Like, yeah. they, they bend and contort portions of his body in very the older ways. you are the more you need it let me tell you brother yeah uh yeah i i i, I snap crackle and pop every morning when i get out of bed so yes i, I wish I that was understand. my only issue but keep going yep um but so I, I remember like when lebron was with the the cavaliers um you know the the training staff would work his ankles and and stretch and turn and bend and and i think that that's why he has been and I'm going to knock on work because I'm, I'm very superstitious. But for the most part, LeBron has been extremely durable in his career. And I think that obviously he's been blessed with amazing genetics, but mm-hmm. he does things with his body from a treatment and recovery standpoint uh, that helps him. And that's why you'll see a replay and he comes down and his ankle does what Trevor's does. It just bends right. the other way. And he'll lay there uh, on the floor, grab it, and you know you think he, he, you know, his career is over with how he's writhing in pain. And then right. two minutes later, he's up, he's walking around, and then a minute later, he gets a steal, runs down the floor, and does a reverse windmill dunk. Like, and you're like, it's kind okay. of his way. It's kind of his way of telling the NBA, you know, I'm down here in pain. You better call these fouls because, by the way, you're all making money because of me. Right. Um, so that's. Um, so maybe Trevor does do that. I don't know anything about his training regimens or anything. Like that. I'm not just not real familiar with him. Uh, but uh, I kind of feel like that um, that might be something that they should do. Like Miles Garrett, uh, this came up actually a couple weeks ago because, you know, big basketball fan, now minority owner of the Cavaliers. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think I was the one that asked him uh, about uh, like influence of LeBron yeah. on his own um, off-the-field conditioning and re- rehab recovery type work. And he did say, yes, that he has you know visited with LeBron and his people and gotten input and ideas uh, of how uh, he can you know maximize his body and his recovery and, and withstand injury and things like that. But you see these guys in football, they just get bent in so many unnatural ways. For sure. 
you, sure. you know what I mean? And and yeah. that's re, and that's regard that includes I mean that's every position on the field, Andy. Like it's I'm not even being specific to Trevor Lawrence because of his injury. Like right. I mean, it doesn't matter what position you play in the National Football League. You're just getting bent and contorted and, and, and folded up like a pretzel in, in all kinds of ways, whether you're an offensive lineman, a running back, a tight end, a quarterback, a safety, corner, whatever, right? So I feel like that though that – and it might be, um, but that that needs to be probably maybe more mainstream in the NFL. Mm-hmm. More and more teams adopt that because – and like, and I know the Browns. Like the Browns invest a ton of money in their off the field care of players when it comes to physical therapy and recovery and like they've rearranged half the building to accommodate uh, some of these new facilities that they've put in sure. in recent years and that. Um, so like it's, it's unfortunate they've been hit with so many injuries that they have, but like when you see injuries like Trevor Lawrence and you sit there and say, how is that dude able to walk less than three days later and I can tell you, he's After. not even walk. He'll be galloping out on it, and every once in a while, instead of saying "hut hut hike," he was say "horse tranquilizers." I'm just kidding. It's a joke. It's a joke, Daryl. It's a joke. I, I I was trying to figure where you were going with that. Horse tranquilizers. I just think it's amazing that if he's back out of the field. By nay. the way, that Meredith, that is a clip you absolutely need to pull. Nay. Hang on, three. Two, one. Yeah. What, 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 do you, what am I, like a, a yes. dog that does tricks for you? I'm not doing yes. tricks for you. Come yes. on, man. Sit, boo-boo, sit. Do you know <laughs> how many of these podcasts we've done? I think we're up to what? Uh, we've done over 1,000, haven't we? If you it, cut them up by like segment. We've done over 1,000. We've done over 10,000 of these, and I'm not – I don't – unless there's a treat. You got a Snickers or something? If you got a Snickers, I've got if to... you have one of those, then I'll do it. The great Don Reed, who, taught, who wrote the book, on, The Art cookies. of Passing. Yes. I got chocolate chip cookies here. Nah, not good enough. I need more. By the way, why would, if people knew we were, um, if people knew we were taping the podcast at five at the station, why would they call me from the office? Uh, I'm just looking at know. my phone. Sorry. just kidding. I don't know. Hang on a second. I'm going to have a cookie while you're. Uh, All right. Enjoy your cookie. Um, oh, fantastic. Mm, chocolate Are those Heinen's? What kind of no. no, where are they from? Very good. Where are they from? Let's give them a plug. What's the difference? Yeah, uh, I don't feel like giving them. They, they got to sponsor the podcast before I give them a plug. Oh, they look good. Are they from a grocery store? Yes, they are. Oh, They're you not think from I, a bakery? Make chocolate chip cookies. Get out of here. Come on now. Although, yeah, well, I saw what they came out of. I saw the the uh, my uh, brought them out of, uh, I do thing. like getting the pre-made dough and that. And just eating like, the dough straight that explains a lot of stuff to me. Nope. Oh. Putting them on the sheet, throw them in the oven for 15 minutes, bang, you yeah. got 24 chocolate chip cookies. Did you ever do the Christmas cookies like that with the tree? Have you yep. ever done those? Those are good. The problem is you can't just eat like one or two. It's I know. Like, I got to pound like. I have to set these down because I'll spend the rest of the podcast eating chocolate chip cookies. So let me see. Yeah, no one wants to listen to you eat chocolate chip cookies anymore. All right, Daryl, let's do this. Let's take a quick time out. I want to come here. You make more horse noises. Whatever. That's not it. I wish I could do that. That's a horse noise, isn't it? I don't know. I'm not saying. I just want to make sure that I'm 100 percent clear. I don't think that Trevor Lawrence is taking a horse tranquilizer to get back no, out there. But, 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 man. but they do have medication that makes the pain manageable. To this deal is with. true. But it right, is- I want to. 
it is incredible, man. He was, he walked to and from that podium. Now he could have left the room and grabbed a boot and whatever. Here's real quick. (coughs) Are you Canadian? A boot? A boot? A boot. But you know, this conspiracy theory about the car and stuff like he even admitted in his availability. Cause we talked about this on Baskin and Phelps about you yeah. know, guys not wanting to get carted off. He yeah. said, he, he basically said everything I told you guys on the show, guys don't want to be carted off. He could have taken a cart. He didn't want to take the cart. And that's why I don't think he realized how far the locker room was from the field though, because that looked like the longest, most painful what well being carried walk ever back to the locker room to get examined so but i mean selfishly because i want to see him play in person um i hope that he's healthy and and able i do to, too i think he's able I mean, to he's play just... um but you know let, let let's be honest about it andy if he doesn't play that does give the browns a tremendous advantage let's i mean you hate to and again we're not rooting for guys to be hurt or anything like that that's just the reality. Just like when Deshaun Watson got hurt, that gave the Baltimore Ravens an advantage in that game with, with DTR having to find out he's starting two and a half hours before kickoff, right? That's right. just that's just the, the cold, hard math of, of injuries. When you don't have your star players available, that does give your opposition a bit of an advantage. So if he is unavailable Sunday, that does help the Browns cause a little bit. But, um, you know, selfishly. Let's be honest. I mean, let's be honest. Uh, when it comes to him, the only person that could set him backwards is Urban Meyer. All right, let's do this. We'll come back. It's always game day in Cleveland. You all right? Wow. Oh. Just, just got you. Just got you went there. <laughs> it's always game day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. We'll come back here in a second. I want to talk about protecting the quarterback. It's always game day in Cleveland. It is always game day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder. We are brought to you by our good friends at Smiley One and Bryant, Northeast Ohio's premier heating and cooling solution. Um, Daryl, I've been a little salty all day, so I just pardon me. I Why have you been I, salty today? Anybody for today's show? Uh, I'm sorry. Usually, I'm the one that's salty. Why are you salty today? Uh, you know what? I <laughs> you want the truth? Yes, I do. I want Super. I want the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. But there's nothing funny about uh, about the truth so I, i'll talk about it at the end of the show that way because i don't want to it's it just sucks because uh i'll just say it now um so just anybody who's listening i just if you can just take a minute and put the luca family in your prayers he was the jeff luca was the head coach at twinsburg high at twinsburg high school their baseball coach he was also uh tropical storms uh t-ball coach when he was very little and he was his basketball coach and we became friends over the years. I spent time with him and his wife, Jen, and he's just, what a super, super guy. So good for the community, you know, whether it's Solon or Twinsburg or any of the communities that surround there, it was really great to see that um, a lot of the baseball programs today, I was, I was looking at Twitter, were, were sending prayers and condolences uh, to coach Luca who passed away uh, in Pennsylvania uh, yesterday. And I, I just, you know what, it's just, what a good guy. And just, a, a, you know, I, I think it's just one of those senses of reality where um, you realize how important everything is in your life. And uh, I'm just thinking about his family today. And I'm also thinking about the impression that he left on people because you just never know, Daryl. And he left an amazing impression on a lot of people. And it was I, I, I really just enjoyed reading what people had to write on social media today about him. And I, it's just my heart bleeds for 
you know, his family and my heart bleeds for the, the, the Twinsburg Tiger family and everyone who's out there. So um, I, I know this is a podcast and I know we joke around. I know we're normally talking about the Browns, but I, in the back of my mind, if I don't laugh, I'm just going to start crying today because I, you know, my wife and I sat down last night and, you know, we were talking about it and I just, all I remember, you know, I re- just remember first meeting him when the tropical storm, who's like six, three now was like, you know, a little kid shooting baskets uh, at uh, one of the schools in Twinsburg and just, just a fantastic guy. So anyway, I, I know I got to work on and, and you know, we got to keep working forward, but I just, that's kind of, I just been in a weird mood all day today. And I finally got a chance to say something uh, at the end of our show today about it. So I just, you know, there are human things and there are real things out there in the world that are way more important than the Browns and way more important than sports and just way more important. But you, you do learn what people are about through sports and that's the beauty of it. And the relationship that I had with him, which I now cherish that I never thought I wouldn't be able to run into him at the grocery store anymore. Um, uh, I just, you don't get a chance to, to say things and say goodbye sometimes. And so um, anyway, I just, uh, I just, my thoughts and prayers are with him. And so that's, I've been kind of weird all day today and, you know, we were goofing around on the show a lot today because it was just, I, I kept thinking, you know, would he want me to sit around here and be depressed or, or anybody that I've lost in my life that, you know, my dad or my brother, you know, you just got to push forward sometimes. But Daryl, thank you for giving me a minute to sit on that platform and, and just talk about that for a second. Thank you. I appreciate you. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. And um, <clears throat> most most of my uh, sarcasm usually comes out of saltiness and bitterness and sorrow and pain and whatever. It's my coping mechanism. Sometimes life can be so serious that if you take it's it true. You You're 100% right. Seriously, and it just it, it you know builds up, and so that's kind of like my little uh, defense mechanism too. Is you know if I I always say if I didn't laugh I'd cry, and who wants to see that? So I just I'd rather laugh and have a good time and make jokes and uh, you know because um, yeah I mean you're absolutely right I mean all of us uh, the, the reality of life is we all have an expiration date we just we don't know when it's going to be none of us get out of this thing alive which is why I never always I, I can it, it's hard for me to process some of the, the 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 things that we have going on in society today a lot of the hate and anger that's that's out there because you know we're all human beings we're all just trying to live life and get along and um, <clears throat> you know none of us are promised tomorrow uh, and so you you live each day for today. You do the best you can do with what you got to work with and make the most of uh, situations. Uh, life is difficult, uh, more difficult for some than others, and um, so that's a that's a, a real nice tribute uh, to uh, someone that meant a lot to you and your your uh, your kids and your family. And um, yeah, uh, the the best thing you can do is just go on and you know keep being Andy Baskin and you know, you know, carrying that influence that he had, uh, on your kids and just kind of reinforcing that influences, uh, you go forward, or as I like to say, you pay it forward, you know, Woody Hayes, you want one more story? I got another non like NFL. Sure. Absolutely. So there's a lot of talk about, uh, and I saw this on Instagram. So I was at the, uh, Maslin Hoban game on Thursday night. What a fantastic game. It was especially like defense Maslin won their first ever state championship seven to two. At, that uh, was not that was actually via the tournament and not awarded by the media correct and so it was the first time and it was a gigantic uh just a, a gigantic burr in the back of Maslin fans and and so you know there is one uh there's a video out there have you seen the video where uh they score uh, at the end of the game towards the end with about a minute and a half left Hoban had a chance to win the game on fourth down and six from probably like the 16, 20 yard line. Uh, 
Um, Hoban throws a pass into the end zone and the wide receiver has it in his hands and drops it. And I just like, you want to talk about feeling horrible. You feel horrible. It's like, it's like the movie, um, Robin Williams did remember Robin Williams dropped a pass and his team did Kurt Warner was in the movie and they didn't win the state championship. And he wanted to go back and replay it when they were in their forties. So it was kind of that kind of a movie moment where you're like, Oh, I feel so bad. And then they show the clip and I'm sure spectrum didn't mean this to happen. They took a shot of a kid who was flipping off the stands from Maslin. Ooh. And I mean, while that bothers me, let me tell you another story that shouldn't bother you and that not all kids are idiots or jerks. And there are kids that get it and they totally do. Um, you know, I, I just, I look back at this moment. I think about what a great teaching moment this is for so many kids. Mylon Lennox running back number 28 for Maslin. Okay. Maslin gets the ball back after the drop pass. And all I have to do is take two knees. So they do, they take two knees and the clock hits zero. And Maslin stands are going berserk as they should have been. Right. The Maslin players are going berserk as they should have been. I mean, literally floating to the middle of the field as they all settle to graduate, uh, to congratulate each other on this just hu humongous moment for Maslin. So at that moment, I walk out on the field to go talk to him uh, for a post game. And as I'm walking towards him, I kind of stop for a second because he's, he's like in the moment, right? He's looking around. Yeah. He's not with his team. He's standing there by himself on like the 15 yard line. He looks up at the Maslin crowd and he surveys that and he takes a deep breath. And I'm pretty sure he took a knee at that point and just took the moment in by himself. He got up and this is when I went to go interview him. He looked at his team at midfield and then he turned to the right and you know what he saw? Hoban the team that was just absolutely miserable over the fact that they didn't win. These two teams defensively went at it for four quarters like Warriors, both teams did. Yeah, it was a 7-2 final, wasn't it? Yeah, and then when it was all said and done, he didn't go to the middle of the field to celebrate with his team. He went over to shake the hands of the kids from Hoban and hug the kids from Hoban. And then he went to go celebrate with his team. Actually, I grabbed him before he went to go talk to his team. And I walked away from the interview, and I was just like, Man, is that kid full of class? You yeah. know, we need more kids like that playing sports. And it wasn't, you know, there's just so much. I, I see so much high school stuff all the time. Like I'm at high school football all fall. I'm at high school hockey during the, yeah. uh, and I'm high school basketball. And then I do I do track and stuff like that. And and it's just, there are moments out there that are so much bigger than sports. And that was it, man. That kid had it. He got it. He understand it. He, I mean, just, he gets it. And it's just, it was, it was a moment I wish every athlete could see because it showed you why sports is so impactful. So that was my other story. I just want to share with you. So I know there's the story of Maslin and the, there's the bad story, but for every bad story, there's a good story that isn't told. And yeah. that, that story needs to be told. So, yeah, that's a good story. Yeah. I, it's just, it was, uh, it was just one of those moments that it's just, it's just captured in the back of my head. Um, just quickly, you know, just your thoughts on this game this week, just, you know, what has to happen for the Browns to win? Well, it, the weather forecast is not all that great. It's right horrible. Now. Yeah. So 90% uh, chance of rain, 20 mile an hour winds. So can Kevin Stefanski resist the temptation to throw it 50 times? <laughs> You're right. That's what it is. Right. I that's mean, what it is. Well, that's, you know, that's, that's why like with this whole, you know, uh, I don't know if you even want to call it the debate, the, the conversation, 
uh, about what they're going to do a quarterback to me is just so moot. I, I feel like Joe Flacco is the quintessential Kevin Stefanski quarterback. He is going to drop back and he is willing and able to throw it 50 times a game. <laughs> so he is right up there with what Kevin Stefanski would love to do. Cause Kevin doesn't want to all of a sudden Kevin don't want to run the ball. Like he just I doesn't don't know why. Well, they don't have Nick Chubb and you know, I mean, they've had limited success running the ball. Like the thing with running backs is you just, you got to keep feeding them. It's like a battering ram. You keep pounding the wall till you bust through. And like Jerome Ford, he like Jerome Ford has shown you he can break free. And, you know, we, we've seen, a, a, you know, Kareem Hunt, you know, um, that dude just like he, he runs like a wild man. Like, I, I mean, it's he him and David Njoku are like the two angry runners on the team. Like they, they just they just run with so much passion uh, while doing it. So come Sunday, they got to take care of the ball first and foremost. Like they lead the league in turnovers. They got to take care of the ball. They can't be fumbling on Sunday with a wet football. No, so, it's going to be interesting, though. You're right, Daryl. I mean, this weather factor could be huge, but that might be good for the Browns because that's kind of the yeah, way because they play Jacksonville the game. don't want to come up and play in the cold and the rain. No, they're used to rain. The cold, though, is a little bit different. So, right. all right. So, we'll uh, we'll talk again after the game on Sunday night. Daryl, I enjoyed this podcast very much. I, I did too. It was great hearing about your friend. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that he's no longer with us. And uh, I thought the story uh, from the, the Maslin Hoban State Championship game, because you're right, that's what sports is about. I, you know, obviously fans, it's about winning and losing. And if you win, you're great. If not, everyone should be fired and all the players suck. So, um, it, <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. I no mean, that, kidding. that's, let's, that's what it is. Right. I mean, that, that is, and unfortunately at levels that it shouldn't be seeping into. And I'm talking about, like, I realized at high school, once you get to high school, it becomes more about winning and losing, especially for the junior with the varsity sports. But, um, I'm talking about like the, the little league stuff, you know, peewee ball, stuff like that, where it's like, you just want these kids to learn the game. You want them to learn to love the game. You want them to respect the game and respect their opponents. Right. Right. And unfortunately those are values that I don't think resonate as much as they did when I was growing up. And certainly with you, like, you know, there are just too many wasted parents in the the stands. I I will, I will say this. I have seen stuff at sporting events at youth sporting events um, from both participants as well as coaches, as well as parents that I know that if I exhibited that behavior uh, when I was a kid, I would be on the wrong end of a one-sided conversation with a belt (laughs) but you know what i mean like it just i know i know know. so i i again i I thought that was a great story to share from the state championship game that yes that ultimately sports is about competition but it's also about learning skills uh learning uh how you know teamwork dealing with people uh and in this case showing respect to your opposition and and also showing compassion while uh you know yes you won and, uh, you know, you've earned the right to celebrate, but also at the other end, you, you've you got a, a sideline that is, that is heartbroken. Absolutely. Daryl, thank you very much. Appreciate it. It was a great show. Uh, for our producer, Meredith Kane, who rocks every week. Thank you, Meredith. It's always game day in Cleveland.